Primo, when you first saw AJ, you thought she was blank. How well do you know your pro? What do you think Primo said he thought about you when he first saw you? Underage. Nice. Okay. Primo, what is your answer when you first saw? 16 years old. I think that works. Correct. 16 is underage in most states, I am aware. Okay. Oh, God. The future is now. Welcome back to another episode of Half K NXT. Your boy, Primo Nando. And your host with the most hella gross like Pella gross, Larry Larry. Did you say Pelagon? Nah, it's, it's, like a, uh, it's like a disease. It's called like Pelagross. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do you get it from Pel- Pelagons? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I don't even know, man. <laughs> that's how that's how we start the show by talking about more viruses on top of viruses. <laughs> there you go, man. Peligro de extinción. Uh, now I know what it means. <laughs> well, uh, if you haven't left already, <laughs> well, welcome back to another episode of Half K NXT, and yeah, we are almost at the end of our season three where we only have two left i should say we only have two episodes left in this season and yeah it's starting to wind down where uh let me actually scroll back up to our notes where we have we only have four rookie divas left where we had the pairing of goldus and oksana which i have nicknamed the golden bells for now (laughs) Uh, we have Kelly Kelly and Naomi, which I call Team Pro, just because Naomi is probably the one where she has more skills than her own pro. So I she's figured essentially that. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> and then this one I'm kind of proud of. We have Primo and AJ, and I just call them Primo Ricos because mm-hmm. they're both of Puerto Rican descent. So yeah. ah, very yeah. well said. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> And then <laughs> lastly, we have Vicky Guerrero and Caitlin, and I have them as Team Excuse Me, but AKA the original Vicious Vixens, as uh, that is what Vicky is calling herself with Nyla Rose at the moment in uh, AEW. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, they should they should make a pass at uh, Caitlin. They should. That's what I I kind of had in my notes in the episode. I was like, that would be really amazing. Even if Caitlin only did like a one time appearance, it would be pretty pretty amazing to see her i feel like tna's not tna that's not even tna bro aw <laughs> aw's women division lacks like i don't know like they got really good it's like weird because they have really good in-ring talent but not enough characters yeah that's that's definitely what i'm kind of getting out of it too and i think it's also where i think it's also because of how they booked some of the first shows where 
now that we're in quarantine, like it kind of suffered because then we don't have Riho at the moment because of the whole travel thing. Mm. Um, so I think that's where they kind of got a little stuck because they couldn't bring in like the people people were already familiar with when you started building up the brand. Mm-hmm. So you have Sheeta who's like holding it down until like they can kind of build people up. Uh, and it sucks because obviously WWE has had like a six year head start ahead of them. So they've they've had like six years to build up their female roster compared to AEW that's still trying to get it off the ground, you know? Yeah, they're, they're like, uh, I mean, because, you know, like they get, they're more of a collection of indie talent. So mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But we digress. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to, uh, we'll get to them in future episodes for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we only have, uh, as of this one, if you're including this one, we have three episodes left in the season, but after this, we'll only have two. And yeah, we head back to the States because we made a trip to the UK last week. Uh, the thing I forgot to mention in the previous episode is that it's kind of interesting how the fans pick like their favorite naturally, where usually in the States, Naomi gets probably the biggest pop from uh, Americans. But while they were out there in the UK, she didn't really get much of a reception. And they actually really liked, I think, Caitlyn. They mm. really like popped for Caitlyn over there. And now that we kind of go back to the States, yeah, like Naomi is like back on track where she's probably the most popular uh, rookie from all of them where uh, throughout the night, you'll, well, you won't hear it. But like from our reactions, like I definitely had noted that she um, definitely gets probably the biggest pop from the four uh remaining divas so that's because um, she wrestled the best yeah like, so that's purely it like she wrestled the best and then I, I would say for the uk crowd like uh caitlin's the most american ah, so it's like point. if you're watching wwe you're watching like american style pro wrestling and then when you mm-hmm. look at like the four that's left yeah if you look at those four yeah and caitlin is like the most representative like of an american caricature because like she's blonde mm-hmm. she's buff and mm-hmm. like you know she's strong and like loud and brash versus like yeah. aj is a great like bumper but she's mm-hmm. too small in the sense of like when you think pro wrestler you think muscles yeah. and then like uh naomi's just she's not charismatic enough yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Oksana is from a different European country than them. So, like, <laughs> they are yeah. automatically ain't messing with her like that. Like, mm, never mind. Yeah. No, you bring up uh, a really good point. But then, then, like, now when you're back home, it's like, it don't matter. We'd like, you know, we looking for, like, Americans looking at it. And on the flip side of that, like, Caitlyn is probably the most boring because she's blind and she's buff. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're, we, we've seen your type before. And then yeah. when you look at the rest of them, it's like, all right, okay, we're going to go with AJ or Naomi because they wrestle yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty much the consistent ones that get the biggest pops every week is AJ or mm-hmm. Naomi. So, yeah, it's just, it was just interesting. And I, I, I forgot to mention and it last week. They're probably recognized from FCW too, or like some type oh, yeah. of ind- indie scene somehow. Like, all right, look, either y'all wrestled the best or we've seen you before. And yeah. then Oksana don't check none of them boxes. Mm-hmm. So therefore, but she gets and herself Ka- over with quirks. Like, yeah, exactly. And Caitlin's on the same boat where it's her first 
first time right yeah because she 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 got recruited for just wrestling right she didn't do no indie work or anything like that because she was like a model right yeah or uh, a bodybuilder yeah there we go yeah 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 so yeah it's um it's interesting and i i really like that dynamic of like uh it i i think it also puts it in perspective that that whole thing of like hulk hogan being such an icon or like these superstars because that really shows like they're not only a uh an American uh, favorite that they're also like a, a world similar to like a Michael Jordan where like, they're just like a yeah. worldwide yeah, mm, yeah, a yeah. worldwide phenomenon. Like yeah. the rock is like an idea. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. A, a worldwide idea of just being synonymous with not even pro wrestling no more. Honestly, like he's a, yeah, a, exactly. A, a symbol of what pro wrestling could do and, and how you could branch out. But it's like, I think people know him more, for being an actor and it's just so happened that he was a pro wrestler at this point yeah because he exactly. didn't really do it as long he's been in hollywood longer than he's did did wrestling oh, yeah. it just so happened that like he grew up in it as a byproduct of his family but yeah. like him himself not as long as he'd been doing hollywood yeah exactly so yeah that will um <laughs> that will kind of kick us back into the states with this episode so we are uh this episode takes place on november 16th 2010 at the richmond coliseum in richmond virginia so we kick off the show with a pretty good recap in my um in my notes that i had here where they just kind of do a good job of highlighting the four remaining rookie divas and uh they put a big emphasis that there's going to be an elimination tonight so kind of similar to what we were talking about uh near the end of last week's episode where I think they did a good job of recapping all the storylines that the three, three out of the four girls are in right now because we had said that Naomi doesn't really have a, like a solid storyline, but she's still standing out the most, the most when it comes to her in ring uh, credentials and also with the, the challenges. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, they do a good job of summing up the, the the three rookie divas that do have a storyline but also kind of covering naomi as well uh so yeah i think really good job again as always by the production team and we get kicked off by another diva challenge because as i mentioned last week they had reset the points so currently we have i believe we have a tie between or no i should say i think aj is in the lead now um so now we're trying to narrow down the last challenges so we can see who who will get immunity in this episode uh or sorry i'm now i'm looking at my notes <laughs> so we get pyro so pyro's still here <laughs> and then we also have that um caitlin and aj are actually tied at one point a piece so yeah throughout the episode we're gonna see um who can build up enough points to get immunity at this at this point and as we're as we're getting the introductions, I thought it was pretty funny where when uh when Vicky comes out for the pros introduction, you have Cole delivering his like, oh my god, she's smoking. <laughs> like so he's still continuing that whole like obsession with Vicky Guerrero and, and pretty much giving his heel heat over to Vicky, even though like she doesn't really need it, but it's just good to see like two good heels kind of complimenting each other. You yeah. Know? That's like you gotta have that. That's like when uh you had classic heels that were good back in the day and Bobby the Brain would get them over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's pretty much like in uh, that same sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the rules are pretty much this where they're 
each pair will have like a white cardboard. I forget what it is. Like they're signs pretty much. So they have a dry erase board. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a dry erase board and they're just kind of like writing on it. And what they're going to do is they're going to ask the pro and the rookie the same question, but then they have to write their answers down. And then if they get the same answer or at least a very similar answer, then the, the diva rookie will get the point. Um, so I won't go through all of them, but I'll just kind of point out some of the highlights where the first question was, uh, when you first saw your rookie, what what did you think she was? Uh, so the one I had here was uh, AJ had said, like, Primo must think that I'm underage. And then when they asked for Primo's answer, she he put down, like, I thought she was 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, that was hella funny. Yeah, so he got a good pop from the crowd and also from like the commentators. So I, I thought it was funny too. So they got a, a point for that one. And Oksana had said uh, she thought Goldust may have thought she was sexy and Goldust said she was hot. So mm-hmm. they also got, I got a point for that one. And then the other one that I thought was pretty funny is that Caitlin had said that uh, she thought she was hotter than Vicky. And then <laughs> Vicky just wrote down like she thought she was a man. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know where you kind of have like the cameraman uh, show Michael Cole and he just has like a sign that's going to become a meme going moving forward now that just says st- stop the pain. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure we can use that uh, that screenshot in future memes. So I, I think, I totally I think for- uh, we both had that in our notes, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely including that in, in future memes for for the podcast nice okay oksana your pro is of course gold dust how well do you know your pro what do you think he thought when he first saw you hot hot gold dust what did you think when you first saw oksana sexy is sexy the same as hot we're gonna give it to you that answer is correct Caitlin, your pro is Vicky Guerrero. What was her first thought when she laid eyes on you? Well, say it all in a sentence so I can finish it. So it's- when Vicky first saw Caitlin, she thought Caitlin was so much prettier than her. <laughs> Vicky, what did you write down? A man! <laughs> That was very funny, by the way. Good job, Vicky. And yeah, the last question that they asked him was, uh, which rookie would you say your your rookie would would vote for elimination? And Primo and AJ actually both said Oksana, so they got a point for that. And both Oksana and Caitlin, or, or no, I should say, Oksana had said Caitlin and Goldus actually said AJ, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, Caitlin and Vicky actually agreed on something and they both voted for Naomi. Mm -hmm. So they, they got a point for that. And then Naomi said Oksana and Kelly Kelly also said AJ. So it's kind of interesting how the, um, the face, the face pros had voted for AJ of all people. So I guess they were really going with their, their gut at that point. They felt threatened. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. AJ and Primo actually ended up getting the most points here. So AJ picks up another point for immunity. 
So she's now in the lead with two to one. So it's going pretty much in her favor. Uh, and after that, we go to a quick commercial break. But did you want to cover the next matchup here? Got you. Yeah. So uh, so we had um, Naomi versus Caitlin. But first of all, like, uh, did you see like the old school, the WWE old school thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so kind I of what, honestly got fooled by that. So I was watching it and I was like, oh, man, when did they do that? Thinking that they yeah, had yeah. like just did it within like the last three weeks. And yeah. I sat there for a little bit. Like, oh, well, you know what? This is 10 years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you, uh, before we started recording, you were singing one of the old uh, raw intros. I know. Right? That, that got me thinking, too. Like, OK, yeah, I, I really miss these kind of like special episodes when they would do old school raw. And that was the first thought I had. I was like, oh, they haven't done that in a while. And since NXT has been like on this binge of like bringing back old school stuff like war games mm-hmm. and most recently Halloween Havoc, that it would be kind of dope if they did like a retro NXT episode based on this type of show. So it would be that pretty would funny. Be heck of funny. Yeah. For them to just do like one night where they have like the current roster do like a elimination type show. Uh, it would be funny. I, I think it would just be like kind of like poking at like their history. That similar would be to heck of funny. Like yeah, how they yeah. do those old school Raws every now and then. They have like, you know, the whole old school setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. They never like make people be interested into watching this old stuff. Like, oh, hey. Yeah. And it would make our recaps get more likes. And we'll get more followers yeah, <laughs> yes it all has to go full circle to our own benefit but no yeah so we got this matchup <laughs> between uh naomi and kaylin i thought it was actually pretty good it was mm-hmm. uh you know it was almost very similar to naomi versus oksana but mm-hmm. uh it looks like uh kaylin had a kind of a different attack to it so she had some good offense on her end she had mm-hmm. like the um the full nelson like Drop what is that like what Bubba used to do it? There's like the full oh, yeah, the yeah. full Nelson uh I think full Nelson atomic drop. Yeah. And so she was doing that and then she had like that uh one move with the body lock with legs and then you yeah. kind of like spin it around into a pin. I was hoping they were gonna do the thing where they keep spinning around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> but I was like maybe in, in the long run that wasn't gonna be the 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 smartest thing. But no, there yeah. was there's a good um there's a lot of really good kick offense from Naomi. And then yeah. after a series of, or, you know, I, let me highlight this. Uh, so she whipped her into like that bottom right corner. And yeah, she did yeah, almost yeah. like did like a, a running wheel kick that sent herself to the outside there. herself being Naomi. So she whips her to the corner and yeah. then does a running wheel kick and flips out to the outside. And then from there kind of starts a, a series of offensive moves. I think it was like flying cross body. And then it's like a running crossbody, a couple clotheslines, and then she finished her off at like really high, what looked to me like a flying calf kick. Yeah. So she finished her off with that almost like beheads her, gets a yeah. one, two, three there. I thought it was a really good match personally. And then on the flip side of that, uh, Caitlin got some good offense. She had a really uh, risque looking backbreaker. I thought she almost like tore her oh, yeah. knee out. But yeah. other than that, she had some good like you know, the type of offense you would expect for a person with big buff arms. There's like some good clotheslines, some good shoulder tackles. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Some strong moves like with the legs and the grapevining. And then like, uh, so it was, it was good. You know, you could tell who the leader of that match was. Yeah. It was clearly yeah. Naomi, but on, on Caitlin's end and she did her best to keep up. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I I think I I'll uh I I think I have similar notes where I I think they had really good chemistry together and there was uh there were some spots I think in either the beginning or middle of the match where Caitlyn was using her legs to kind of hold Naomi in some submission holds mm-hmm. and you thought it was totally believable just because of like how muscular her legs are. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was kind of using it to um, highlight that and they did a really good job uh, on both ends with Naomi selling it and a- and uh, Caitlin like applying the move as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you kind of nailed it with, with the, um, with the notes there. And yeah, I would, I would say that, yeah, you can tell that Naomi was, was taking the lead. So Caitlin was, you know, as we mentioned in previous episodes, she has the least amount of experience from, the well probably her and oxana are, are equals when it comes to experience but mm-hmm. um yeah they they did pretty well for what they were doing but definitely you can tell that they were taking um they were kind of like the dancing partner at that point mm-hmm. nice well said yeah uh so afterwards yeah we had a video recap and backstage segment with oxana and golda so they kind of uh summed it up with what they've been going through with their wedding and then with the incident that happened last week, they kind of kicked it back off where um Naomi had or I should say Goldust had actually stayed in Naomi's corner during that match. And uh so they brought that full circle for this recap. And then Oksana backstage was uh was bringing I think dandy dandelions. I, I forget what kind of flowers they uh, were. Either dandelions or sunflowers. Sunflowers. That yeah, that, that's it. Because she had pointed out that they were like gold and black, just like like gold dust. So, um, so yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so yeah, she was apologizing to Goldust because she um, she pretty much is like in the uh, the doghouse at this point because she doesn't have the million dollar title and this is something that didn't happen on NXT. So I had to uh, do a bit of research. So this actually happened on the raw um, earlier in the week where because of old school raw happening, um, Ted DiBiase senior was on the show and I don't know if this actually happened on camera or if it was just something that happened backstage, but apparently um, Ted DiBiase senior had gotten the belt back from her so now both Goldust and Oksana don't have the million dollar title. And Ox, uh, Goldust was saying like, oh, now you're calling back now that you don't have the belt anymore. Goldust, <sighs> I just want to apologize for everything. I don't know what got into me. I do. It, I don't know. It was like in Lord of the Rings when the Smeagol turns to Gumball. Smeagol? Gollum? Yes, and keeps Wait, it- wait. You're comparing our relationship, our marriage, to Lord of the Rings. Yes. So, hold on. So, hold on. So now that I don't have the million dollar title, you're just expecting everything to be okay. No, it's not all about that. I just want to say I'm sorry. And I have flowers for you. It's gold and black. Flowers are nice. But if you remember, you threw the flowers at the altar after you ripped out my heart, Oksana. I didn't want to really, darling. Your help, you know. Tonight I have a match with AJ, and I can't think. Just go there by myself. I need your help as a husband. Please. Mm. Please. Okay. After you. Kind of continuing that storyline, and uh, so 
eventually Goldust kind of gives in and says like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be there for you tonight. If, uh, if you need the help. And, uh, yeah, cause she was kind of scared that she was going to go up against AJ and not have it, have her pro slash husband in her corner, but mm. he reassured her that he would be out with her later tonight. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much that backstage segment. And then we go to commercial break and then we have AJ going up against Oksana. Yeah, this was a, uh, I thought this was a good like matchup as well. So we got the powerhouse in Oksana versus the cruiserweight in AJ. Um, yeah. So we get started off there. I, uh, AJ being a more experienced person, she was kind of leading the match, which is kind of perfect because she's a better bumper anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, she was leading that match. They had a nice, a nice springboard headlock takedown. Yeah, by, that was uh, really nice. By AJ. It was very smooth. So you got her in a headlock, mm-hmm. got her close to the ropes, jumped up two feet off. They spun around. Boom, headlock takedown. I think she held it too. So they kind of like held it. Um, Let's see. What was another highlight moves in there? Oksana got some good offense in there too. She yeah. had almost, it was like a, it wasn't a Mexican surfboard, but it was almost like a reverse Boston Crab camel yeah, clutch type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I forgot what it was called because I know they used to have that move in a video game and then they would like move their head into the, uh, into the oh, turnbuckle. Yeah. Oh Man. yeah, that's right. That, yeah, <laughs> the, she she did like a version of that that was like more in the middle of the ring. Where yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. So it, that was yeah. dope, and then it you know it was the perfect person to do that on because AJ is very malleable. It's like mm-hmm. like wrestling with a doll sometimes. So like that worked out really good. Mm-hmm. And then just a good uh, back and forth. She had like another part where uh, <laughs> she like holds the ropes for her to come in. Oh and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, she, she like lets her in, or uh, Oksana holds the ropes for AJ, lets her in the ring, and then like grabs yeah. her by the hair and throws her right back out. Yeah, so yeah that yeah. was like rude as hell. <laughs> <laughs> really getting into her heel mode at this Man, point. Man, uh, what was the commentators doing at this time? Um, they were going back and forth because I guess what Michael Cole was taking a phone call. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote. It didn't but, uh, didn't um. um didn't Josh like acknowledge it too? Like, hey man, you did this bit already. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say like, even uh, Josh calls him out by saying like, you did this bit a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you can like similar to what we were talking about before. You can tell that they were just like doing whatever they want at this point. <laughs> man, no mercy. And then uh, so we get a. It's almost kind of the same as last week. So we got mm-hmm. like a series of like offensive moves from AJ running back and forth. So you had like a crossbody. And yeah. then I think a flying clothesline. And then she goes for like almost, a, it was like a head scissors. So you, yeah. it looked like Oksana was going to get her like a tilt world, but we get all the way around and she puts her in that um, Black Widow that yeah, she yeah. started using as yeah. her finisher. Yeah. So this, this might have first, been like the first time we've seen her use it. Yeah. This was the first time she busted it out. Nice. Oh, nice. And then boom, submission victory. Yeah. Uh, so I had here like it, threw me off guard because yeah it was the first time that she applied this as her finisher and it threw me off guard because we finally got the streak broken where this is the first time that i'll i'll bring up the the stat at the end of the episode but this is literally the only the second submission victory throughout nxt's history at this point okay because every single one since the record 
uh, it's been via pinfall or it's been by like a battle royale victory. Wow. So AJ is and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll talk about this more towards the end. But yeah, it it threw me off guard because I was like, all right, who's who's going to be the one that breaks it? And AJ <laughs> ended up being the one that uh, finally getting the submission victory here. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. So after that, yeah, we go to commercial break and then we have the next and I believe final rookie challenge before we headed in to elimination so we had another another round of dis the diva if you want to uh give out your scores similar to previous uh challenges <laughs> i did let me just make sure i have everything yeah I have everything uh, boom there we go bef- before you start I, I i did want to mention that at this point yeah aj was leading so mathematically naomi or oksana couldn't win immunity but at this point, Caitlin still had an opportunity to tie AJ uh, when it came to the immunity point. So I think at this point, they were just trying to make sure that AJ didn't take the victory. Um, mm, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So let me give you some scores, buddy. So I had uh, so AJ went first. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went around. And what did she say to Oxana? She said, well, you tapped out. That's enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, cool, that was true. And then let's see what happened after that. She went over to Caitlyn. I mean, she kind of did the typical AJ thing. So I, I went personally, I went 2.5. Mm-hmm. So I thought that uh, she didn't really diss anybody too hard. Mm-hmm. So 2.5 for AJ. Yeah. Uh, Oksana went next and she came up to entertainment us. I love how that's become mm-hmm. like her, her she's, quote. She's like her, I'm going to entertainment you. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a dope t shirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> entertainment you. Yeah. Uh, so I gave her a three. Um, I thought it was pretty entertaining the way she went around and I mean, kind of said some stuff that didn't really make too much sense, but it was delivered like comedic enough to where it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was good with that. I gave that a three. Caitlin was next, and it, <laughs> uh, I think hers was dope because she said, uh, "Oksana, you don't even know what USA stands for." And then yeah. she said, "You suck, Oksana." And I was like, "All right, that's clever. That's clever." Yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Oksana like beat her up, and then she got <laughs> up, and then she was talking some more trash, and then she beat her up again, and she kept talking yeah. trash. So <laughs> for that alone, I went three point five. Yeah. So you're able to take kind of a beating and, you know, keep your composure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Naomi was next. I personally don't really remember too much of what she said, but I remember she like kind of walked by Oksana and she looked at her crazy. She was like, girl, you better calm down. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then she kind of like stepped back. And I was like, yo, she kind of punked her. But yeah. uh, <laughs> so I gave her a three, just kind of like, you know, kind of punk her. I originally went 2.5, but now that I remember that in my head, I was like, you know what? She did punk her. So I saw three there for me. Yeah, I I think that that was probably the one I remember the most because when she kind of punked her out, like there was these two fans near the front of uh, of the crowd that that got really into like the storyline when she kind of punked her out at that moment like they were just like jumping up and down i think they even had like replica belts or whatever so it was a really good visual mm, because okay it, it was kind of like uh that popular youtube video like when when they kind of 
punk them out in like the in the rap battle and then people mm-hmm. were just like re- reacting so it kind of gave that same vibe and i thought it was really entertaining and it stuck with me so yeah nice naomi you got one minute this the divas do y'all all agree with me when i say caitlin has really nice legs strikers right? blowing up good toned nice legs right well um there is nobody too bad your in this arena as good as your on their legs. feet and what does Oxana have in common with Jamie Keys and Maxine? Girl, you better back up. She's about to be eliminated. And then, uh, and then we got the fan, um, the fan vote, and Naomi won. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chalk up another W. Chopping up another W, but uh, at this point, it did not count because. <laughs> AJ uh, ended up winning the overall immunity points because, yeah, she was still ahead two to one and Naomi picked up the victory there. But um, mathematically, she couldn't have won either way. Uh, uh, that's right. huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still good because it was kind of proving everything that we were just talking about earlier where, um, yeah, it's either Naomi or AJ being the crowd favorites uh, here in the States. So, yeah, they definitely pop for naomi during this segment and after that yeah we went to commercial break and then we get our john cena versus wade barrett slash survivor series lineup because at this time frame survivor series is uh on that upcoming sunday so we're trying to you know pull the big guns here and like give the last promo package with john cena uh versus or actually not even John Cena. I'm, I'm sorry. It's um, Wade Barrett versus Randy Orton. Like it's totally a John Cena promo, even though that John Cena is not actually fighting in the yeah, match. Yeah, I got kind of lost. I was like, wait, yeah. how, but you're not in the match? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where the full focus in this video package was mainly John Cena and Randy Orton and, Wade Barrett were kind of like afterthoughts, even though like they're the ones wrestling and Randy Orton is the WWE champion. So they totally made it all about John Cena because uh, for those who haven't been following the storyline within the last couple of episodes, uh, John Cena has joined the Nexus. Ah, yes, finally. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So he's joined the Nexus and Wade Barrett has threatened his career, so to speak, where if he doesn't make the right move, he'll get fired. But if he uh, counts the victory for Wade Barrett at Survivor Series, then he'll be free from the Nexus. Oh, okay. So I didn't John, get it. I was like, I just don't get yeah. it. <laughs> so this is John Cena's like big decision if like he wants to do the right thing by um, by calling it down the middle. But if he does, he'll get fired. But if he, you know, pretty much pox- mm. pocket pockets it in for wade barrett and the nexus then uh he would be freed from the nexus so i mean it's a it's a good spin on the story but it just sucks that it came at the expense of wade barrett and randy orton because <laughs> the main focus of it was mostly on on john cena itself where so, yeah, yeah this is for the title but it's really all about john cena yeah yeah and yeah i i had it here where it's it's pretty crazy how our boy randy orton 10 years ago was the (laughs) WWE champion. And now we fast forward to present time and he's again, the WWE champion. So 
credit credit to his um his longevity, longevity for sure. That was a yeah, G. yeah, and yeah. After this, the because I I'm I'm trying to get in the habit now of watching the show without having to pause it, where like I can just like write the most important notes that come to my head as I'm watching the show. But the only time I had to pause it during this this episode was the graphic showing the traditional survivor series matchup because all right everyone just pretend you're back in 2010 so we had ray mysterio captain his team going up against uh del rio's team so i know there's probably weirder traditional tag teams for survivor series but this one really threw me for a loop so we have captain ray mysterio then we have the big show Mm -hmm. then we have mvp Mm-hmm. Kofi and our boy Chris Masters and I was like wow like that's that's a pretty random team but then we get <laughs> then we get to Del Rio's team so we have Del Rio we have Drew McIntyre Jack Swagger or I should say half of the inner circle right here because we have Jack Swagger and Cody Rhodes mm. and, and then we have our boy Tyler Rex <laughs> like I totally forgot about Tyler Rex in general, that this one really threw me for a loop that they were really trying to push this guy. <laughs> hey, that's impressive, bro. Yeah. Tyler I mean he was a Rex. He, he was a huge dude, but it's it's crazy how like yeah they were just giving him like a big push because I believe before this he was uh at the tail end of ECW uh where they were trying to build him up as like the big monster on mm. ECW before um they shut that down. And yeah, they were trying to like roll with him here still by um, making him like a big standout in that match. But yeah, like it, it just th- threw me off guard. I was like, wow, Tyler Rex. I totally <laughs> forgot about him as a as a person, <laughs> which I feel bad now. <laughs> Tyler Rex in the house, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, terrible. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of highlight that because it was totally random. <laughs> and then before we get to the... Uh, elimination here we had the final pros um feedback going into um the elimination and uh if you wanted to recap us here oh yeah the pro feedback was very interesting because uh nikki bella was kind of continuing her uh I, I don't know like she's going rogue almost like she's turning heel she's mm-hmm. she going into business for herself so she kind of came up and was being very scathing towards the uh the competitors yeah and kind of putting herself and like other divas over uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then alicia fox went next and kind of did the same thing <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh all right yeah is that what we're doing yeah. um okay and then um you know i don't even remember any of the other ones after that <laughs> i i think it was just those two it was I, just those two right like, yeah yeah they, they didn't get everyone's feedback i think it was just those two Right, it's like all right, and then um, you know, who did so we're getting so we go to commercial break, we come back, and then they do the uh, do the thing, you know, when they're gonna do the elimination. So who did mm-hmm. you think it was gonna be like, kind of going into it? Because I kind of slipped out of it and went into a kayfabe, right? Yeah, and yeah. I said to myself, I was like, you know what, I got my money on Oksana. Yeah, I I forgot that they finally started bringing up the fact that they were still doing the the 50 50 votes as well mm-hmm. because they they don't really do a big graphic about it anymore but they just bring it up during commentary but they had mentioned like yeah uh 
it's still 50% the vote from the fans and 50% from the pros. So kind of going into that same thing, I was thinking like, well, at this point, it seems like it's either Caitlin or Oksana based on like the win record that um, I brought up last week where it was AJ and Naomi sharing, or I should say tying with the same, same record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I was kayfabe in the same point of view too, where Oksana probably had the worst record um and same thing where she was kind of falling out of the grace of gold dust as well so like Mm -hmm. so it was kind of leaning in her favor but yeah then they did the graphic and if you want to uh reveal is this this is before black hair oxana right or yeah 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 yeah. all right i just had to get that out because i'm like you know what i could have swore but anyway, we do the uh <laughs> yeah. We do the thing, it goes and it ends up being like Oksana. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, and she does like this little faint. And yeah. Then, <laughs> it's like falls to the ground. It's like, oh. And then like they do a close-up on Gold's dust, and he's just stoic. He didn't care. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. That's yeah. what you get. He was playing yeah. on my emotions. <laughs> whatever and then she goes back to her and she's like oh man you know what it's a mistake i'm gonna go to vince mcmahon oh and yeah she, I I forgot about this i'm one. gonna go to vincent mcmahon and we're gonna do a recount of all the votes and i was like yeah that's right yeah there you go you get that stuff and then uh <laughs> she does walk off and then um Goldos walks up to her and then he's like oh, i got something to say to you and then he's like zips down his outfit a little bit it's like what are you doing go does i know <laughs> and then like pulls out a piece of paper and he goes i want a divorce yeah <sighs> and then he hands it to her and walks off and then they play his music <gasps> yeah <laughs> i forgot how like dope go does music was oh dude <laughs> it's it's easily in like my top 10 favorite like wrestling themes of all time easily Oh, I'm sure you do. I just want to say that it's not, it's not true and it, it was a mistake. Somebody make mistake. And to all of you WWE Universe, I promise you I'm going to fight. And right now, I'm going to go to Mr. Vince McMahon's office and write the letter to Remo. What did she and, just say? I don't know. And I'm not saying goodbye. I will be back. Love you. Let's hear it one more time for Oksana. Goodbye, Oksana. Well, there goes the only entertainment left in the show. Oksana, hold on. I know you just got eliminated. But I have one more thing to say to you. I want a divorce. Oh, man. And then... <laughs> so good and then so like they closed out there and then I thought something that was pretty funny like at the bottom when they went back to the uh, to the to the ones that were left with between like mm-hmm. AJ, Caitlyn and Naomi like they were AJ and, and Caitlyn were like hugging each other and then they turned and they were like gonna try to give Naomi a hug and she was like nah I'm cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's always been kind of like the lone wolf in the season, you know you what I mean? Stand off, and she's like, "Yeah, nah, we ain't even friends like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why backup player? Yeah. So yeah, that was a uh, that was that man. 
yeah, it, it ended kind of. I, I think that's always the weird part is that they kind of now just end the show compared to previous seasons where Stryker would interview not only the person who got eliminated, but he would interview the remaining divas. Mm. Uh, but now it, it seems like, yeah, they just kind of end it there where, I mean, in this case, they at least followed up with Goldust and Oksana. But after that, yeah, the cameraman just kind of faded out with the three remaining uh, rookie divas. So, yeah, it was it was good. I, I, I thought they did it really well. But, yeah, the, it just kind of ends kind of awkwardly because they they're just standing there and they um they just kind of recap you make the rainfall <laughs> yeah 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 then they just play the theme and yeah, kind yeah. Of, <laughs> i uh i'm gonna be sad when when we when we don't hear that anymore <laughs> no i'm i might rejoice but you yeah. know it's gonna be stuck in my head for for uh, for a good while as yeah. long as they keep the other one i could get through this you know we'll be, we'll oh, be that- fine that's gonna be like the the workhorse of every single <laughs> event. I bet that's the one that's gonna stick around until like full sale era or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I have I have a gut feeling. I don't know why. <laughs> Good confidence in that one. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, like how you said that pretty much wrapped up the episode itself. So uh before I, we get into our scores, I kind of wanted to give a couple of fun facts because yeah, the ones I had briefly mentioned, I'll I'll go into more detail where yeah, the uh, the streak has been broken where AJ is not only the first female to win via submission hold. She uh, ended up breaking a pretty long streak that we had here on the show where the last person to get a submission victory was actually in way back in the first episode when uh, Jericho made Daniel Bryan tap. Wow. So it's literally been 38 episodes later that we finally get another victory via submission. So it'll be interesting. Like it's either that AJ picks up a victory next week or in the finals and kind of keeps that going, or we don't see another submission victory for a while. Because as you mentioned uh, earlier, like the roll up or variations of a roll up mm-hmm. are like probably 50% of the victories on NXT. So you got a very high chance of winning your match if you decided to use that roll up as your finisher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we'll see uh, who ends up busting out a future submission hold victory for uh, for victories on on NXT. Yeah, but it's like you get unlimited supers when you use a roll up. You could just keep throwing them out until they work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, similar to this, uh, similar to last week, I should say that now Naomi and AJ are continuing their tied record where they are both five and two. And that kind of, well, I guess I'll kind of do a mini spoiler, but then that kind of is put to the test because next week we're going to have AJ versus Naomi. Mm-hmm. So one, one, one is going to lose their record and one is going to pretty much take the lead when it comes to um, the, having the best record on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, we will get into our scores for the episode mm-hmm. and for me, I went with a three for commentary. Uh, kind of similar to last week where I think Cole and Josh did a, a good job overall. And it was still pretty entertaining. But whenever I try to think of like the highlights at, at the end of the episode, I realized like there isn't anything too much that's like 
standing out or that I had to like make a note of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this case, I, I remember them doing a really good job of being both entertaining and, and yet building up the, um, the show and also building up survivor series for, for that Sunday. Uh, so overall, I, I I think they did a good job and I'm just going to average it out to a three, 3.0 at that point. I dig that. I'm with that. So let's see, man, what did I have on mine? I actually just changed mine from a 3.5 to a three. Mm. Um, I felt mm. like the commentary was there. Uh, maybe they just didn't kind of want to overshadow the, uh, kind of what ended up being Oksana's go home episode. Mm, yeah. So maybe that's kind of why I would just feel like they weren't really in as as entertaining as they were in the last episode, but maybe it was for a reason. So yeah. I personally went three for commentary. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, matches. I went three. Mm, okay. uh, I thought it was like a solid affair of matches. You know, it was two matches, not a, a lot going on, but you know, I thought they were solid in the sense that uh, what is it? Was this was the one where Naomi finished? Yep, she finished with that nice, uh, like heel kick where she almost pulled her head off. Yeah, and then, um, AJ got the submission win, I thought was pretty dope. So I thought that was a good, you know, kind of go home putting somebody over, yeah, and a good kind of leading somebody through with uh, Naomi and AJ, you know, picking up those wins when in, in times when they should have picked up wins. So I, I, I gave that a three, yeah. Nice. Uh, I I just went slightly lower where I gave it a, a 2.5 mm. um, just because I think comparing it to last week's where I, I think the two singles matches from last week had slightly better chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this is only based on like comparing it to last week because, yeah, I, I think that AJ and Naomi or I should say AJ and Nikki Bella had like probably the best match from last week where they had really good chemistry, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, um, I think just the pairings from last week, just overall rounded off where they had uh, slightly better matches than, than this week. And yeah, kind of, I think you're completely right. Where like the, the, the ones who were leading the match did their part, but I think it's just more of like Caitlin and Oksana just, you know, they were kind of showing a little bit of their, um, their greenness so mm-hmm. to speak or like it it they were still clearly still trying to do some of the fundamentals but um yeah I, I think you're right where like the 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 folks leading it with Naomi and AJ I think they did a good job le- leading the matchup definitely yeah production I went uh I went 2.5 mm. just mm-hmm. because um I wasn't feeling the music that was Ooh. in the uh <laughs> in the uh, in the John Cena segment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really wanted to get into that segment because I like those throwback ones, but then like the music was throwing me off. I was like, "What is this hell is somber?" Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot to make a note of that too. Where <laughs> I I I gave production a three just because I think they did a good job of yeah balancing out the show as far as like promoting the pay-per-view but also like making sure that the episode didn't get overshadowed by that but then i think you're right i i think i averaged it to a 3.0 because of that video package with uh <laughs> john cena and uh and wade barrett and orton just because yeah to me it it didn't feel like that was the original music that was used in the original broadcast so i feel like those were 
songs that they just put on there for the network. And, they and that's why they probably it was probably songs they didn't have a license to or like lost. I get you, yeah, yeah. Because you're right. You know I, what? They decided to roll with that. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think it's the same thing too. Where I, I had made a note of like, yeah, the music just doesn't vibe with this promo package, but it's still a good package. But yeah, I'm not getting the same intensity from, from other video packages when like the music matches correctly so yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm gl- i'm glad you brought that up because I, I i forgot to talk about that uh during the during the segment i had to bring that up that's very integral in my scoring <laughs> no i I've, i'm totally with you on that so yeah good good call it good call it <laughs> uh, that'll, that'll teach them <laughs> all right but for uh overall entertainment of the show wait what did you go for you went three for production yeah yeah, I went with three. Yeah, there we go. And then for entertainment, I went three point five somehow because mm-hmm. uh, I was still highly entertained by the episode. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mirrored you there. Where I also went with a three point five for entertainment because uh, pretty much everything that we kind of talked about. Where I think the episode went by pretty fast for me. Where it was a standard 40, 45 minute episode, but it kind of went by really fast. And I think they did a good job of like with the limited amount of people they had left where it was just four uh, rookie divas and then promoting Survivor Series, I think they did a really good balance of just continuing everyone's stories and getting good good matches that, yeah, I was entertained and the episode kind of flew by for me. So Nice. Yeah, I'm I gave, with that. I, I gave it a 3.5. Very nice. I, uh, I back that awesome. 100%. Awesome. So with that, uh, our combined score for episode 39 is a a three yeah that pretty much averages out since we kind of uh went back and forth with some of the uh the numbers there so yeah i think it it kind of fell into the right score and i would uh i would also recommend to check out this episode if uh if folks wanted to check it out on the network uh but yeah that will do it for that episode <laughs> solid episode man solid episode yeah hold up and as i previously mentioned the matchup for next week it will be aj going up against naomi in the main event and that should be a good match because that's pretty much what they've been booking and like i said like in in the previous episode that strangely enough as bizarre as this season has been with like the challenges and Michael Cole and Josh going back and forth on commentary that this season is maybe the best book season so far when you come Mm. when it comes to like actually focusing on storylines for the uh, the diva rookies and uh, maintaining like a a pretty consistent uh, match stat like it's the most like cohesive for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So so it's interesting where everyone makes a joke out of season 3, but when you actually look back on it like how we have that yeah, they're they're actually doing a pretty good job when it comes to like the booking of like the the show overall. So I'll give them credit where now they're leading up to the big matchup between AJ and Naomi. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can't can't wait to check it out. Great A wrestling right there. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So that will uh, that will do it for us on this episode of NXT. And yeah, I, I didn't really have any big plugs 
for this week since I kind of went through my backlog of shout outs on the previous episode. But I'll, I'll just kind of go back and highlight where uh, if you haven't already, we would really appreciate a subscription to our YouTube channel because we are going to start slowly ramping that up again with some exclusive content. And we're going to do some uh, spinoff segments there where uh, stuff that we normally don't cover on the podcast. So we'll try to cover more stuff like the state of wrestling when it comes to all the different promotions. So it's not strictly just NXT. And then we'll have some pretty cool exclusives that I don't want to give away. And I'll uh, surprise everybody once we get closer to finishing up those projects. Uh that's pretty much it on my end. Did you have any plugs that you want to give out this week? Nah, but I got that old school, like uh four horsemen theme song stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're just, I'm just going to ride out on that in my head into the yeah. sunset. That I, I think that's probably what I'm going to close out the episode with now. <laughs> so, yes. So everyone can enjoy it. Like people will be run, wondering like, why we're closing out with a random four horseman <laughs> <laughs> like i just got like that gallop stuck in my head and then it goes dear, 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 dear. it had like that like really stringy guitar riff yeah, yeah, yeah like you would think we would close that out with a like an episode with the four horsewomen or something but nah we'll just close oh. it out with, with a random episode of, <laughs> of season three <laughs> keep you on your toes man <laughs> awesome Alrighty, well, that will do it for your boy, Primo Nando, and your boy, Larry uh, Larry. Larry Larry X2. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>